Hello everyone and welcome back to the Soul Family podcast with your host Leandra Valencia. This is episode 3. And I wanted to update you on my life in Ecuador. I am now on my second week of the yoga teacher training. I am, as I said in the first episode, staying at uh, Durga's, um, Durga's Tiger School of Tantra, Shamanism and Arts. And yeah, second week, a lot of new experiences. So yeah, where to start? I feel like I've been here for a very long time because so much has happened. And uh, one of the first things we did when we got here was um, <laughs> like the way to get to know each other kind of and also it's a it's like a known ritual where you do a sweat lodge it's called a sweat lodge or a temascal and I had never done a sweat lodge before I'd only heard about them and it's this oh how do I explain it it's like this um, they built this round very tiny room of clay like the it's like half a circle like round and it's dark no windows and then the floor is just the earth and mud and in the middle of the room there is a hole in the ground where you put rocks hot rocks from the fireplace outside so you kind of heat it up like a sauna and we are 24 people here at this yoga teacher training so we're 24 people including two of the teachers um, inside this very small circular clay room like you have no idea how small it was like I, I wouldn't even imagine you could fit in 10 people but we had to sit in like an outer circle and then an inner circle and just very close uh, uh, very close so yeah and then they like do these four rounds where they we have a fire chief outside and he's he is uh, making the fire and then he puts hot rocks into us into the into the temascal puts them in the middle of the room in the floor and then we pour water on them and then we shut the door and then it just gets really really hot in there so I was kind of worried it was going to be too hot and that I'd give up because it's it's kind of a challenging thing to do but and uh, and then we sit in there like all crammed together um, chanting and the two teachers were telling stories of uh, the north south west and east and uh, the animals of each direction and uh, I would love to have one of the teachers on actually and have them explain a sweat lodge for real it's uh yeah it's this it's uh it's this really it's physically challenging and it's mentally challenging and I thought it was okay for the first two rounds but on this third round it started getting really hot and on the fourth round I was like yeah I was dripping yeah, so that was one of the first things we did, the sweat lodge. It was kind of cool because it's all dark in there. And yeah, as I said, very cramped together. So I was also kind of afraid that I'd get claustrophobic because I had claustrophobia as a child. And not being able to breathe in there, but it went fine. Mm, it was kind of scary at first because one of the, the other... Um, um, students like started crying and 
but you know we can all leave if we want to so it's just we go through our processes in there in the darkness crammed together in the heat and yeah we sang chanted we all got to got the opportunity to sing some songs in there and so yeah it was four round and each round was dedicated to the four elements of fire earth water and wind uh, together with uh, different uh, four different directions so yeah we kind of chanted and sang to honor the different directions and mother earth and um, we also had uh, the stones coming in we sang for the stones when they came in and they were carrying the grandmother spirits and um, oh yeah I really wish I had one of the teachers to explain like this beautiful experience because the Tamaskal or the sweat lodge is like supposed to to resemble the womb the womb of mother earth so we go in there and yeah kind of felt very relieving getting out of there totally sweaty everyone just falling to the ground and touching the grass and I sat near a tree and just breathed breath 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 um, yeah, took a breath of the fresh air, and <laughs> so yeah, that was one of the first experiences here. So never done that before, and uh, yeah, it's I've been feeling in some kind of way since I got here. I have actually been feeling quite flat or a bit dissociated, like all of the experiences that we have here and the sharing circles and we dance and we chant and we sing and we we do a lot of very um emotional things but i have really felt kind of disconnected since i got here and kind of stable and i'd expected to feel a lot more because this is such a such an intense and healing place and we go through a lot of we start a lot of processes. So yeah, I was like kind of disappointed at how kind of, yeah, flat I felt. But then I talked to one of the other students and she felt the exact same way. And we kind of came from the same where we had done a lot of, um, where we had done a lot of healing beforehand and things are kind of calm right now. Of course, there are some things I, I like to work on while I'm here and I'll get into that later in the episode. Um, but yeah, and I also felt, I felt quite energetic and very social, like I just wanted to hang out with the people here all the time, and of course I've gotten new friends here, and gotten to know wonderful people, and I've learned so much from them already, like just different rituals, and uh, how to use tobacco, and we've uh during the weekend we had this we just organized this because during the weekends we're off we don't have any program then so we just we did some acro yoga one of the girls here is amazing at acro yoga and she teached us so many cool positions i had no idea you could do so many things in acro yoga as an amateur acro yoga for those who don't know is like partner yoga so you do yoga poses like with a partner it looks awesome and it looks way more advanced than it actually is or she was just a very good acro yoga teacher and then we had massage after and yeah 
and yeah we make fireplaces and yeah so things kind of changed when the new moon was approaching because uh yeah when i got here i just felt so social and kind of hungry for colorful experiences and i yeah just wanted to do a lot of things and i wanted to experience and just get these emotions and feelings going because yeah i felt kind of too comfortable getting here which uh yeah again i thought was weird but luckily there was yeah this other girl who felt the exact same and maybe we're just not really um maybe we just really haven't landed yet and opened up yet even though there are very many hard opening things we do here and i don't know i've just i felt kind of stable until until the new moon was approaching and yeah i don't know like i don't know much about astrology and i don't know if you do either but apparently now the scorpio moon when the moon is in scorpio it's it's supposedly the most intense new moon of the year and also my natal chart or, or my birth chart is like I'm Aquarius, I'm an Aquarius sun and Scorpio moon. So yeah, I was told I was supposed to feel like the Scorpio moons are, uh, are usually the ones who feel the Scorpio moon the most intensely. And also I'm like in the same cycle uh, inside my body because so yeah I have my period during the new moon and or my moon during the new moon as you would say so everything was everything kind of changed when the new moon was approaching and I started feeling very lethargic very low energy very irritable frustrated antisocial didn't really want to talk to anyone, just wanted to lay in my bed in my room and felt kind of blue and yeah, just really heavy and kind of dark and so yeah, that's how I felt during the new moon and then yesterday, yesterday was when the new moon was peaking and then we had something called the Durgus Tiger Dance, which we have once a week here. We have this dance, which kind of reminds me of the of something called Heart Dance that we have at home on Sundays where we, yeah, we're guided through different types of dances. And during this uh, yesterday's um, dance, we, at the end of the dance, we were supposed to 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 dance like our spirit animal or the first animal that popped into mind and i have never really tried to find my spirit animal like that hasn't been a part of my path yet so when the teacher said dance like you are the animal like your spirit animal or just the first animal that comes to your mind the first animal that came to mind was a hyena which was like damn it I have to I have to resemble a hyena they are I was like 
yeah what the fuck at first but then it just made total sense like how I've been feeling just like a hyena these days and I hadn't really thought about it until she asked us to dance like the spirit animal because yeah I had been feeling kind of like the way I look at hyenas are kind of um, I've always liked them or been attracted to them in some way even though or maybe because they are kind of like um, ugly and uh, raw and just kind of have this crazy evil thing about them like I'm thinking about the hyenas from the Lion King just kind of um, you know dark and jealous and um, kind of disgusting and bad intentions and um, yeah, I don't know how else to explain them, but you get the point. So I was crawling around like a hyena on the floor, and while I saw other people were, were assembling their spirit animals, like a snake or an elephant or a tiger or a bird, or, and I was this hunched over, ugly, crazy looking hyena, <laughs> and... And yeah, it just made sense to me. And when we talked after, and I told, and we sat in a circle and told about our experiences through the dance, I, I told them this, like how I'd been feeling lately and how I was very thankful to get the opportunity to really go into the feelings and embody them like a hyena so yeah if I I'd been feeling quite dark and jealous and just kind of want to hide away and ugly and disgusting and I just got to really exaggerate that and play with that I thought that was so that was so healing that was so cool actually to to do that and yeah, so these kind of things come up here when they ask us to do different exercises. You know, things come up and you kind of realize or I realize things about myself and I see these parts of myself more clearly. And even though it might be an ugly part of myself, like my hyena self, it's just kind of cool to accept it, you know, and not resist it. As I talked about in my last uh, in my last episode, I actually mentioned dancing as a form of art that's healing. So this is just an just an example of how of how dancing can be healing if you really dance exactly what you feel. And then we also have this subject here that's called intuitive anatomy where we learn oh we just learned so many magical things that just resonates with me and i remember the first the first intuitive anatomy class we had the teacher just reminded me of a teacher at hogwarts like i totally felt like i was at hogwarts teaching magic like i finally got my letter to hogwarts at 24 I just remember thinking that during that class that this is we are learning real magic here this is 
these people, these teachers, and these women are the, the witches that would be burned at the stake many years ago. These women with uh, healing powers and deep wisdom and knowledge um, learned from generations before them and it's just, yeah, it makes me sad to think about the, the witch burning and how we today like kind of don't acknowledge this type of wisdom that we learn here at this Tantra school. And we also had this, um, this class where we learned about the plants and the healing power of the plants in the nearby area. And there were so many plants that we could learn about and the powers of the plants and what they do for you and how you can use them and what tea you can make of them. And I mean, it was it would be a potion class at Hogwarts. We can make potions of the different uh, herbs and plants and flowers here. It's... Uh, yeah, it makes me kind of sad to think that this, that we don't teach this in school and we know so little about the nature around us and what and how they're made to assist us and help us and heal us. And uh, yeah, we learned about these plants before we had um, something called a limpia. And limpia is a Spanish word for, I would say, a cleansing. I would love to tell you about the limpia as well. That's, I had never done a limpia before either. We have this woman here. She only speaks Spanish and she comes in for, and do, for doing the limpias for the students. And I was one of the first students to sign up for the limpia. And limpia is when she uses a bunch of flowers and plants um, and then she burns them and then she washes my whole body with the plants while saying prayers in Spanish and we were four uh, four students that did the limpia at the same time down in the sala and we had a fireplace going and the place set up and we were sitting there um, for each other and then we went one by one to get the limpia from this woman called Fanny. And yeah, she has um, in her hand this, like a bunch of healing flowers that she burns and then she rubs them all over our body in front of the fireplace. And then she has this uh, flower water that she like kind of spits down her whole body on the front and on the back and we stand there um like only in only in my underwear and uh with the candles around and and yeah we were supposed to go in with an intention mm, so it's kind of like an energy cleansing you know cleansing of the chakras and then she holds the flowers and the plants up to our forehead and to our heart and to our stomach and she like washes um washes like old energy and what no longer serves us um out of our bodies and then we're not supposed to take a shower uh, until the next day where we get um this sweet bath so she cooks water and flowers for us and then uh, we get it sugar and we're supposed to take a bath uh in uh in this flower water that just smells like heaven on earth <laughs> <laughs> 
with this sugar and yeah it felt it felt good um, and it was really powerful watching the other girls get their Olympia you can scream you can cry you can laugh you can just release whatever you need to during the Olympia and the other girls got really emotional and some of them really cried like from their core and it was quite powerful to watch but as I said I've been feeling kind of haven't been feeling very much since I got here so I find it very hard I found it very hard to set an intention in the first place and then um, yeah during the Olympia as well I could feel like some small things subtle things happening inside me but nothing really transformational uh, and of course there's like this little voice in my head of doubt like oh is this really gonna work oh, like are these plants really like do they really work like I have some doubts that I really don't want to have because if I just have my intention and I have my faith and I have no doubt then of course the the effect is going to be more powerful So yeah, it's kind of annoying with the doubt, but of course some amount of healthy skepticism to, to spiritual rituals and spiritual stuff is always healthy, and I do have that, um, that skepticism, but sometimes I feel like it just gets in my way, because I know the power of thought and the power of belief is really, really an underrated power, like if you really believe in something, it becomes your reality. So sometimes I just wish I could surrender more, I suppose. Yeah, what else do I want to tell you about? Oh, I know something. I'll just see if there's anything else. I have my little list here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, the new moon is over now, and I feel way better today. I have more energy. I started resting a lot these last couple of days to just... Yeah, you have to rest a lot when you're on your period and it's the new moon and everything is kind of low, low, low. And we, yeah, we had this new moon ceremony yesterday as well where one of the girls made cacao and we set some intentions. And so, yeah, planted some seeds for, for the new moon. The new moon is a time of manifestation. So, yeah, I tried to manifest a few things. Um... And tomorrow, tomorrow will be an interesting day, or the days to come now will surely be interesting. We are having an ayahuasca ceremony on Saturday. It's for the people who want or feel called to do it. It's not part of the program, but you can do it if you want to. And yeah, this is kind of like... I guess very taboo to talk about in Norway and kind of controversial but so I was like hmm am I really going to talk about me doing ayahuasca but you know what 100% yes I am I'm not breaking any law here <laughs> and um, ayahuasca is this plant medicine that people uh, have been using for generations it has healing powers and it's a psychedelic and 
uh, yeah, I would. I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't know everything about it. But I've been feeling called to do ayahuasca for several years. Like I know it's like one of the, if not the most, um, the most powerful and intense psychedelic experience that you could have. And I have some experience with uh, milder psychedelics. But yeah, I've never done an ayahuasca ceremony and I've been wanting to for years. And I know it was going to be a part of my path, but I thought maybe... Yeah, I always thought I was going to do ayahuasca later in life when I was more mature. But age is just a number and it's really been calling calling for me just as this South America trip is done. And I knew that ayahuasca was going to be a part of my trip to South America. So yeah. That's how many days? Three days. Yeah, it's Wednesday today when I'm recording this. So it'll be Thursday, Friday, and on Saturday night we're having the ayahuasca ceremony here. So this is actually the last day I can speak and talk because we're going silent for for the days leading up to the ayahuasca ceremony. So no talking and just really going inwards. So yeah, maybe I want to do no eye contact and yeah, just really go inwards. I have a lot of respect and um, humility and just kind of this, I suppose, healthy amount of fear. Yeah, I know it's it's a grandmother spirit and... Well, she's going to give me what I need, I suppose. It might not be pleasant, and it might be very pleasant. It might be an explosion of unconditional love, or it might be me dying in every way (laughs) possible. Mm. Except like a real physical death, but it might feel like a death. You know, I'm... I'm really open to the experience and I'm surrendering to whatever comes. We've had uh, talks about it here and yeah, we've had a class where we talk about the how it's going to be and and of course you you should set an intention. Like if you have something you want to work on, then you should set the intention before going into the into the ayahuasca ceremony so yeah i've been struggling a bit with my intentions here but i am going to do what feels most relevant for me at the time or at the moment and um for me at the moment like the main intention that i want to go into the ayahuasca ceremony with you can have a secondary intention as well and i do so but i think the most relevant thing for me now is just self-love um i have done a lot of healing on self-love and i have come a long long way like i have never loved myself to the amount that i do now and i have really really hated myself in the past and yeah, I've talked a bit about this on in some YouTube videos that are not up anymore about my in my addiction story and how um, 
yeah how i did not want to live and how i treated myself very badly with the drugs i was taking and also a lot of self-harm and just yeah just craving hurting myself and doing it and also craving not wanting to live anymore so i have surely been in some very dark places where self-love has been absolutely non-existent almost of course there has been like a, a tiny a tiny voice or something inside me that made me keep going on and felt that there was hope for maybe loving myself and living a normal life one day and you know i did I, yeah, I've done a lot of healing and therapy for the last couple of years and you know I went two years without doing any drugs, drinking any alcohol, smoking, anything and just yeah almost therapy every day like I've worked a 12-step program and different institutions I have been you know I've been to rehab and I've inside yeah psychiatry and psychologists and the whole shebang and now i'm on you know this more alternative healing path which has made me more happy and more fulfilled than i've than i've ever been before like i feel more like my true self and it's yeah it's wonderful just with the whole soul family at home and the people i've met and how i heal and how i live my life now in community like yeah community is just a huge part of feeling but now i'm talking i'm yeah that was not what i was gonna say um yeah my intention is still self-love because yeah even though i love myself more than i ever have there is still like a part of me that you know still don't quite accept the whole human being that I am and I am talking specifically more about the the physical aspects of being me and I just I still have this huge hatred or disgust in my physical body and uh yeah it's really it's I don't want to say it's pathetic and it's so normal that know girls my age plus minus and i'm everyone is having troubles um loving their own body but i just feel like it's really getting in my way and how i feel too big too fat too bulky too muscular too in the way like my stomach is too big and my legs and my back and it just kind of eats me and it's really holding me back from from loving myself completely and I think it's so sad how I speak to myself when I look my look at myself in the mirror or just when I feel the sensation of being in my body it just feels kind of disgusting to me and it's silly because I'm totally healthy I'm not overweight and I'm absolutely normal and I am strong and I'm yeah like (laughs) everything I'm supposed to be but still it's just this materialistic kind of not materialistic but this obsession with just being skinnier and kind of and I love food um, but sometimes I just 
eat with this dread or like, oh damn it, I'm not gonna lose weight today either or today I ate more calories than I burned, you know, I'm afraid of that every day. So this, yeah, this oh, stupid thing is just holding me back from being as happy as I have every right and reason to be at the moment. It's holding me back from loving myself. It's holding me back from loving others as much as I can because, you know, I get jealous and I look at other girls' bodies and I want just want their bodies and just... So that's my main intention going into the ayahuasca. Like, please just slap me over the face with get it together. In a loving way, maybe, or in a brutal way. And I don't know. That's what I'm going to go into the to the ceremony with just because I have a I have a good friend who who did an ayahuasca ceremony and she had the same thing and grandmother ayahuasca just took her body away from her during the journey and just made her not being able to use her body and then when she gave her her body back you know it was it was kind of healed she was so thankful and grateful for her just having her body and being able to walk and you know I'm totally functioning human being like I am so flexible and strong and radiant and vital and I you know I function so fucking well I should be thanking God and praising my body when I look myself in the mirror but I just it's just this really constricting nasty feeling when I look at myself in the mirror and it's yeah I just I know it's sad I know it's wrong and I know I need to heal something there and you know I I know where it comes from it comes from you know social media and my mom's body image growing up and just growing up going to like elementary school or like being really young watching America's Next Top Model and wanting to be like the skinny tall girls on TV and just we're sponges when we're young, you know, so I've just been conditioned to think that I need to look different than I do. And I've also just been way skinnier and more fit and muscular in the past. When I look at pictures of me in the past, it's just, damn, I just want to go back to that and I just want to be that. But yeah, it's hard. It's hard and I do take care of my body and I'm active and I work out and I do yoga and I walk and I everything but and I eat healthy but I also just I don't know I also eat not healthy things and I just my, my eating pattern is pretty normal I would say with an added amount of guilt and shame for some things that I eat so yeah, that is something I want to be honest about here and just share that that is probably my main intention going into the ayahuasca ceremony on Saturday and my second intention I've been talking, I talked about it a bit in the first episode, like the not being able to sleep and my sleeping demons, I haven't slept in my room in months because I'm so afraid of sleeping in there and I also have this um therapy session with some psychedelics uh, with a psychotherapist a while before I came here where I really went into the um, to the sleeping issues and I could physically and literally see my sleeping demons 
as a web of just diffuse faces in this neon kind of green neon light just firmly sticking to the roof above my bed and what the fuck like what are those why am i so afraid of sleeping what is this anxiety so and i've been sleeping well here like i haven't been sleeping much but i haven't really been needing a lot of sleep uh, but still there is this kind of fear in the back of my mind and physically in my body and in my muscles that's that's just really scared not to fall asleep because because you know when i can't sleep sometimes or many times in the past i've just lost control over myself and i've hurt myself and felt like I was going crazy and I've had bruises and not being able to move my neck because I've slammed my head so hard to the wall so I you know there's this deep fear inside of me that if I can't sleep that's where I'll end up and it's totally out of my control so I have not shaken off that fear not being able to sleep even though I haven't had that problem since I came here but it's just it's been so serious and quite heavy so it still sits in my body and I I just want to dive into it and see like yeah and I know the lesson is letting go but still but still what if it comes back and what if I come home and I go to sleep in my bed and it's exactly the same as it was. I feel like it, it might be if I went home now and went to sleep in my, my, my own bed. I feel like I wouldn't be able to sleep. And um, so that is something I'm going to ask Grandmother Ayahuasca for. Some guidance and some some shift or just seeing more clearly and seeing what I can do am I living my life in a way that you know no I don't really think so I think it's some old things I think it might be you know from maybe past generation past gener generational trauma or just the trauma of being a drug addict from for years and not being able to sleep sober and that my nervous system is just it remembers so yeah i know the drink the ayahuasca drink can can really heal those kind of things so that would be my secondary intention so yeah body image self-love and um uh, fear of not sleeping and I think it's also just kind of hard to forgive myself forgive like how badly I've treated myself in the past and it's uh it's a big fear for me like going back there like am I still able to treat myself that badly because oh yeah you know I sure don't hope so because, I, yeah, I've done a lot of inner child healing and talked to my inner child. And today when I speak to myself badly, like, when I look myself in the mirror, I just sometimes envision myself saying those things to my daughter. 
or to my friend and it's absolutely like ridiculous like I would never say those things to my daughter or to a friend you know that that I would that you're too fat or disgusting or in the way or it's just crazy talk and then I shouldn't I shouldn't say those things to myself either because I am my own best friend and I am connecting to myself and treating myself more and more as if I am my own best friend but with this body thing and how I've treated myself in the past it's just kind of devastating because you know yeah what if I slammed my daughter's head into the wall and physically harmed her and gave her a lot of drugs just so that I wouldn't have to deal with her emotions or feelings or um, you know if she couldn't sleep I would just (laughs) give her a joint or some pills and some beer that's you know I've yeah I've truly abused myself and it's I can still feel that in my system so yeah even though though today I I dance and I touch myself lovingly and I hug myself and I tell myself I love myself I feel like it's still the the weight of the of the abuse still outweighs the love that I'm that I've started to give myself so so yeah still healing 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 and just more and more becoming my own best friend and being nicer to myself because as I do I realize that I do actually love myself and I do want the best for me so it's just realizing more and more how sad it is that how I've treated myself in the past and it's like I I can't fully comprehend it because it's so serious so I feel like I'm a bit dissociated to that even how I've treated myself in the past and you know maybe that is something I'll be confronted with um, with this uh, psychedelic this ayahuasca ceremony on Saturday so yeah yeah that's really I've really been personal and honest with you now of what is my process and why I'm here and um, yeah also the Tantra bit here is quite quite lovely and fascinating and you know Tantra is something that's quite misunderstood and I think most people associate it with sex and uh, you know um, to go into what Tantra is is uh, like a whole whole other chapter but you know um, sacred sexuality or sex in general is something that is included in the Tantric practice and um, you know Tantra is about senses sensing experiencing joy and the joy of creation and Um, sex is creation like sex is the ultimate creation act so yeah we're getting to know our own our own sexuality and we're getting to know ourselves and 
um, yeah, which includes the sexuality, which is an important part because it's it's such a big taboo in our society and we carry a lot of sexual, you know, trauma and fears and they gave us this book that I've been starting to read on on sexuality here and there's a lot to unpack there too, a lot, which, you know, there also came up some some uh some some sexual things from my from my childhood like being touched in a way uh on certain places of my body that uh, my body froze you know when i was a kid and that still lingers in my body and that's not all or the thing to go into so realizing that in my last uh, in my last uh, therapeutic mushroom trip with the, the psychotherapist was also just really mind-blowing to me like yeah just how much and really how much sexual shame that's just covers my entire body like I'm not aware of it uh, unless you know I really go into it like how much sexual shame there is and I've always thought my sexual life and my sexuality was quite like normal and healthy but there is just so much more to learn and unpack and we're going to learn about, you know, sacred union, sacred sex, sex magic, other types of orgasms than uh, the, the local orgasm, like energetic orgasms. Like there is a world out there that we are not learning about. And yeah, so there are many things to heal on the sexual front as well and that I'm excited for. But, you know, it's a, it's a vulnerable path that I am unpacking and healing right now. So, but I wouldn't, do, I wouldn't do it any other way. I'm here for it. I'm here for the experience. Man, I have been talking about, I think, everything I want to talk about now. Yeah. I have covered the sweat lodge, Temascal. I've covered the Olympia. I covered the ecstatic dance. I've found my first spirit animal, which I'm still kind of finding hard to accept that it's a hyena. <laughs> but no, I actually kind of love it. My first spirit animal is a hyena. That's crazy. That's kind of cool. I've talked about the new moon. And it's funny, you know, I talked about in the first episode, it was it was a full moon and I was ovulating and I felt so energetic and alive. And now with this new moon, like there really is something to this, whether you believe it or not. But it's just, yeah, with the new moon, how I felt so low and dark and blue and uh, antisocial and frustrated. And yeah, the new moon. But now finally the new moon is over and we're going into my inner spring which will be good for the ayahuasca i think being more ready for it having more better happier hormones in my system in my cycle and yeah i've talked about the going into the silence tomorrow for three days in silence and then the ayahuasca ceremony on saturday and i've talked about my intentions about my my uh my self-acceptance or my self-love my body image my insomnia and I've also talked a little bit about Tantra so that's a lot of things 
damn, I, yeah, I could have done a whole episode on each of the subjects, but that's a little bit of everything. That's actually quite a lot of everything. Now you got an update on exactly where I'm at. So yeah, this school is really cool. I am. I feel like I'm at Hogwarts. Learning magic, like real magic. I also heard a podcast like right after my first intuitive anatomy class where, where this uh, father told his kid... His kid said he wanted to go to Hogwarts and his dad told him, yeah, you can, you can go to Hogwarts. It's just, it's just not what you think. The Hogwarts is in the Amazon. That is where the real, the real magic still exists. So yeah, let's uh, wrap it up there. Magic is real. Tantra is cool. And um, I'll talk to you in the next episode. Uh, Yeah, when you hear this, I've already gone through my ayahuasca ceremony. So uh, yeah, I will be talking about that if and when I'm ready. I think I'll be ready to talk about it. I just think those kind of experiences experiences are kind of hard to put down into words. But (laughs) yeah, we'll see. I think there's a huge shift coming. So... Yeah, damn, I'm excited. Excited for the rest of the journey. I hope you all are doing well. I hope you get inspired by listening to this. And yeah, thank you for listening. And I'll talk to you in the next episode of the Soul Family Podcast. Subscribe wherever you're listening to this so you'll know when I release my next episode. And uh, yeah, again, talk to you later. Bye, everyone.